Kilo Vault. Joe Elliott of Def Leppard has just called. Oh, uh, yeah, really, yeah. And let's see here. I'm Red Noise, by golly. That's who I am. Opens now. Welcome inside the Keto Vault. How you doing? I'm your host, Ross Ford. Something new today. We're going to play. Did you know? That's right. Did you know? Amazing facts that you might not have known. About some, uh, some really great people here today. And really great and really funny. We will spend quality time with Brian Posehn, Alonzo Bowden. And Burt Kresher, all legends in their own right, and all with amazing stories that maybe you didn't know about. So where we're starting, let's go with uh, Brian Posehn first. Start doing stand-up, and then start getting in various TV shows, and it just goes on and on. TV, movies, he's recorded albums, done tons of specials. Um, Highlights Mr. Show, one of my favorite sketch comedy shows from back in the day. He was in Friends and Seinfeld, Big Bang Theory, News Radio, Space Ghost! Aqua Teen, Hunger Force. So some voiceover cartoon work there. Just shoot me. Oh, man, Reno 911. He was in a few episodes of that. And I've watched that recently, and it still is hilarious. It'd be canceled if they tried to launch Reno 911 today, but it's too late. The cat's already out of the bag, and it's it's great. Uh, Devil's Rejects. He was in that Rob Zombie movie. So, yeah, quite the career he's had. And probably the highlight, though, is finally getting his chance to jump into the Star Wars universe. Which, of course, is like every Star Wars nerd's dream, right? So, uh, he was in the very first episode of The Mandalorian. We talk about that. And even though in the TV show, he obviously gets eaten by this monster and blows up. Brian Posehn refuses to claim he's dead. He doesn't want to leave the Star Wars universe. And who? Well, I can't really blame the guy either. It's Brian Posehn here in the Kilo Vault. Metal vocalist, comedian, father, Lego builder, and uh, just an overall great guy. Brian Posehn joins us. I believe, Brian, are you there, buddy? Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of this crazy world and spending it with us yeah, this morning. Well, uh, what the hell's going on, huh? Self, uh, self-isolating. I can get on the phone. It's it's fun. Yeah, you've had to cancel a few shows over this thing, though, right? You're, you're one of the victims of uh, the coronavirus. Hmm? Oh, no, I didn't get sick. No, no, uh, you, had was, to, you had to cancel some gigs, though, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I pulled out of one last week just because I was afraid of getting more sick. Yeah. You know, and with a family, a young kid, and, and the wife at home, I didn't want to get anybody else ill. So I pulled out of the first one, and then just yesterday, man, everything collapsed. Yeah. Uh, my next month and a half went away, like, uh, all in, like, the... the Maybe in an hour, wow. I've gotten all the dates moved to the summer. It's a different world. Uh, so, plenty of free time. <laughs> Get on the phone. Get on the phone. <laughs> walk your dog. Do right? whatever. It's it's crazy. Thing. It was only last Tuesday when this whole thing kind of started, and uh, in, a, in a week, the change that has happened is amazing. Uh, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you know, we've had these bird flus and other things that have come up, and but I've never seen one like this. It, you know, where people are being this affected by it. Right. You know, all these restaurants closed just yesterday. L.A. is like full shutdown. It's weird. Uh, 
Theory. It's kind of terrifying. And then you got to tell your little kid, like, oh, yeah, this is fine, man. <laughs> and my wife and I are like, what's going on? Oh, no. Daddy, why are your face watering? It's like, ah, oh, sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Again, uh, congratulations on the new album, Grandpa Metal. We'll get into oh, more on that. Uh, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with Brian Posehn, he is like uh, in the rock community, something fierce. Everyone loves this guy. But before we get to that, I got one question for you. And this is exactly how I wrote the question. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Dude, Mandalorian. Holy crap, right? How cool. <laughs> Was that awesome for I you? a lot of that. Oh, a lot man. of that. Yeah, well, that, uh, that's one of those things that other nerds get. How cool it is. Right. And, uh, I mean, I got, I mean, my social media blew up when Mandalorian aired because everybody was like, dude, you must be living the dream. And right. I was. You yeah. Know, if uh, you haven't seen and, it, by the way, the thing oh, about Star Wars, like, I, it's a dream, but I never, ever thought as an actor that I would actually get to be in one of them. You know, I'm not that kind of actor. I've always been, you know, I stumbled into, into sitcoms because I moved down here to be a comedian and, uh, and a writer, but I, you know, I, I'm six foot six and I'm pretty goofy looking. Right. So and I, you play that, I you just play the big goofy guy. Job, like, you know, I, I got to be the silly guy on sitcoms or the weird guy or that kind of thing. But, you know, I never thought I'd get into be canon in the star Wars universe. And it just came, it fell in my lap. Like half of the great things I've had in life of jobs, have just fallen. Nice. Like Big Bang Theory, I didn't audition for. Whatever you think of that show, that's one thing. But it's, uh, you know, it's fed my family. Oh, and, it's a monster. I think it's a funny show. And, and it, half of the comedy people I knew didn't even know I did that show because it's so out of other people's loops. <laughs> but, uh, you know, then there's uh, Just Shoot Me and some of these other big jobs I've had over the years. It's just because writers knew I could do this thing. And that, and that's what happened with mm. Mandalorian, even though it wasn't super comedic. Um, that's pretty funny. You know, there were people in the room. Uh, one of the editors had edited the Sarah Silverman show, so he told John Favreau, he's like, hey, you should get Brian Posehn to do that. And next thing I knew, they are like, wow. hey, do you want to be in a Star Wars thing? And I was like, absolutely. That is so cool. Yeah, if you didn't see it, by the way, you got to watch The Mandalorian. It's badass. But uh, you basically a uh, Uber driver in a dumpy sand cruise. You can get blown up. You got killed in the Star Wars universe, dude. That is awesome. Or did I? Dun dun dun! <laughs> you never see me. You never see me uh, digested by that creature. It's a good point. Uh, you know the creature quickly attacks the ship that the Mandalorian is in after taking my ship down into the ice. So I, I'm. I'm going to use my time to write a backstory and, and a future spin story off. for that guy. Brian Posehn spin off from Mando. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always thought I always loved you on many different levels, but just your time with Mr. Show, which I, I hold very dear to my young adulthood, uh, and your work on that made you golden forever, Brian. But now that you're in the uh, Star Wars universe, you're even cooler, man. Even cooler. Thank you. All right, up next, and did you know Alonzo Bowden? Stand-up comedian. I first got turned on to him during one of the early seasons of The Last Comic Standing, which I loved that show. And uh, preparing for an interview, came across an amazing story about Alonzo, which I was like, man, this could may or may not be true. Alonzo Bowden, top military clearance, and one of the men who made one of the most lethal jet fighters ever made. Did you know? It's Alonzo Bowden here in the Keto Vault. 
Also had a glass shattering moment reading up on our next guest here today. Uh, exactly, exactly. As I've been a fan of his work for a long time, as he uh, crushed it in season three of The Last Comic Standing. I loved that TV show so much. And uh, since then, he's done TV shows. I know he was a car guy, motorcycle guy, a great comedian. Uh, he's on the radio now. I didn't know that. We'll talk about that. And the one thing that I learned, I don't know if it's real or not real, but I guess we'll ask uh, Alonzo Bowden himself right now. I, I read that you were a jet mechanic at one time who worked on the stealth bomber. Is that real? Yes, yes. Uh, well, actually, I worked on the stealth fighter, which was built before the stealth bomber. That was in the early 80s at Lockheed. It was called the F-117, and that is all I can tell you about it. Otherwise, you know. They'll, they'll kill you. No. <laughs> it, wow. was all, it was all top secret back then, but yes, I worked on that. And, uh, wow. And I have, the unique, I have the unique designation of not only working on it, but entertaining the flight crews for it when it was used in the first Gulf War. Wow. So I'm the only person who's probably been on both ends of that, uh, that aircraft. That is pretty cool story, man. When I read that, I was like, what? Is that real life? So you were in the Air Force? No, I worked for Lockheed. So Lockheed a Air private Air contractor. That's who built it. Yeah. Wow. And then, so how secretive was that? And how did you keep that a secret back then? That's got to be tough not to oh. tell your friends about. Oh, not... Not only was it top secret, I, my favorite thing. So this is my first job out of high school. I went to aviation high school in New York, hired by Lockheed, had to get a security clearance. So I moved out here to, to L.A. and started work, and it was in Burbank. And a couple of friends from New York called, and they were like, man, what did you do? The FBI was asking about you. You know, so I, uh, <laughs> I passed the background check, and... There was a movie out called Firefox with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And it was about a, pl a plane that could uh, avoid radar and project false images of itself and, you know, do a bunch of other things. And me and my friends saw the movie and we're checking off boxes like, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Wow. So we were we were laughing about that fact. But no, we didn't couldn't tell anybody about it for years. That is fascinating, Alonzo. I had no idea. I read it. I was like. That could be an internet lie. You never know anymore with the internet, you know? And finally here in Did You Know, we take a chunk from Bert Kresher, who's joined the show several times over the last few years. Just, I think, probably one of the most genuine guys out there. Most honest, genuine, and he basically tells you his whole life. Some some stuff you don't want to know about. <laughs> but he's, he's open. He's an open book, that's for sure. So, preparing for an interview with him, I came across a story about how Hollywood... Stole Burt Kresher's life story. Did you know? Uh, the movie Van Wilder is basically ripped off from Burt. Proving one thing. Ryan Reynolds is the monster we always thought he was. Oh, gross. Ryan Reynolds. Stealer of Burt Kresher's life story. Uh, good one. Burt Kresher. Once again inside the Kilo Vault. Hey, and then speaking of movies, so we've we've talked several times. We talked during the pandemic. We spent way too much time talking about sourdough because we could at that time. It was it was oh, time yeah. to get weird. It was awesome. Um, but we've talked several times. So I'm trying to find out new stuff. I went, so I went to find the the Burt Crusher origin story, kind of like Marvel Comics, and it goes back to you in college being named like the number one partier in a in America college right for, for like Rolling Stone. Is that correct? Yeah, number one party animal in the country. Number one party. What a great Stone. title is that. But, and I had heard that was kind of like your, you know, the, your first 
um, unveiling to the world. But then I went on to read read more about your story. I was like, man, this sounds like Van Wilder. And then I read that it was basically ripped off for the movie Van Wilder. Your life story is that fact or fiction? Well, it's it's I think it's part part of both as as everything always is. Uh, I wouldn't say ripped off. I mean, I, we developed a script <clears throat> with Oliver Stone's company that was that was very similar, and I think he had an option. Well, I know he had an option, and he had, had a bunch of people write scripts based on that article, based on a journalist meeting a party animal, and apparently, and I say apparently because I, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to be like, yeah, yeah, I, like I just want to be a cool dude. But apparently, one of the guys who wrote the script sent it over to National Lampoon after the option ran out. National Lampoon changed the names. And they made the movie, and it's uh, it's Van Wilder. I had nothing to do with the movie. I had nothing to do with the script. I had nothing to do with production. <clears throat> I, you know, all I know is that, that you know when it came out, my agents and managers had like a big conference call about suing them. And I was like, and, I, and my manager Barry Katz at the time said, "Papa, there's two types of people in this business: people who work and people who sue. Pick which one you want to be." Huh. And I picked, I picked, you know, the the first. I picked the working and. You know, look, I'm very happy with the path I'm, I'm on because I've, I just got to make an, a movie about right. my life that I was in. So, you know. Huh. That's fascinating. Because I didn't realize you were what, you were in college for six and a half years. Oh, yeah. Like I was. <laughs> and by the way, and, and by the way, this this is a straight up cancelable uh, article. Like you read this and it is like hardcore you, you, you put an article like this out now and no one likes this person. But back then, you know, you read it and you were like, you're like, this guy seems charming. He took a crap on a pizza box to win an election. That doesn't sound like some sort of assault, non-consensual to a group of people that didn't ask for that. Right. <clears throat> like Animal House a little bit. What, what years were you in college then? From when to when? The 90s. To the, the 90s. Early 90s. The whole 90s. Actually, I was, six, I was in years. college. I was in college longer than grunge music was around. <laughs> That's great. And then you didn't want, you really kind of like that Van Wilder theme. You didn't want to leave. You didn't, you didn't want to walk away from that. You're having too much fun, huh? I, you know, I, and to be honest with you, I didn't have any insight on whether I should leave or whether I shouldn't. I was having a blast and it was no, it was like, not, not like, uh, like I was hiding from something. I just was having such a great time. <laughs> and then, and then when, uh, that article came out, I was just set up to graduate and, and kind of pushed it and fast forward, <clears throat> you know, that, that last semester I took extra hours and got ready to graduate, but I didn't even graduate. I had to go to New York and take correspondence classes to get my degree. So, well done. and there you have it. The first ever edition of did you know? <laughs> Enjoyable. Hopefully you learned something. So the internet is full of a lot of lies, but there are also some truths lingering out there i still don't know how alonzo could not tell people he's working on something like that i mean that was so future as far as that that jet that that build and the rumors as to what it was i mean test flights people thought it was a ufo that's pretty cool and then ryan reynolds what a filthy filthy beast huh boom again children boom ryan reynolds stealing bird crusher's life and yeah i hate to rain on brian's parade but i I'm pretty sure his character in the Star Wars universe has been digested and pooped out of whatever that monster was that ate him in the very first Mandalorian. But talk about a dream come true because he's a super Star Wars guy. Uh, I am too. And so I remember watching Mando for the first time that episode and seeing him pop up. I was like, oh my God, how cool for him. He finally got it. And like you said, his socials blew up. Everyone's like, dude, congratulations. 
Nice. Well, there you have it. Uh, did you know? And a wrap. Thanks for joining me for another uh, edition here. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Give us a rating. Subscribe. New pods drop every Monday. Uh, Keto Vault at Keto943.com. If you want to email us with any questions, comments, or suggestions, we'll handle them. And that's a wrap then. Thanks for jumping in the Keto Vault.